Welcome to the Slumber Party Pod, a deep dive into DCOMs. I'm Lizzie, a bourgeois capitalist society. I'm Hannah, and I was recently diagnosed with puberty. And this week, we have the most special guest. I'm Maggie, and I'm a knife that sank to the bottom of the ocean. And this week, we are discussing the 13th year. Woohoo! You it's can't see us, but we're celebrating. Um, we're yeah. party hats and streamers, a t shirt cannon, a Zamboni. <laughs> a Zamboni? Yeah. We love hockey. <laughs> we do. True. Yeah. We watch hockey. We watch hockey a lot. It seems to be, but carry on. All right. <laughs> but yes, so you heard us correctly. You've heard her words spoken through my voice for months, for nearly 20 episodes. For nearly a year. For nearly, we can't think about that too hard because that's going to really confuse me greatly. But our very own author of Thoughts from an Actual Child, my sister, Maggie. The has actual child. The actual child in question has joined us live and in person today to give us her thoughts from her own face <laughs> and not from the written word. And this is so exciting. This was a surprise for even me. Um, so I can't wait to hear um, her words in her voice. Yes. Because maybe and Lizzie's been leaving things out, you know, subtleties. It's um, entirely possible. Mm-hmm. Reading is not my strong suit. Um... But this is also exciting because this movie, The 13th Year, is about turning 13, and Doodle's well on her way. Yeah. This fall. I know. Soon she won't be an actual child. She'll be an actual teen. Yeah. Yeah, that is an L in the chat. No, F in the chat. No, I don't think... I'm at a loss. Oh, it's an F in the chat. Sorry. Oh, teens. Wow. I've never heard of one. Um, I think I think I maybe we made a mistake inviting her on the pod today. I think she's getting a little power no. hungry already. She's going to school us. <laughs> yeah. She's been out of school for 48 hours. It's really gone to her head. Watch out, everyone. Next week, I'm not going to be hosting anymore. It's going to be Hannah and Maggie from here on out. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just going to be the editor. <laughs> All right, no, never mind. No, 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 Just no, no. She said no. All right. Okay, oh. well. On to the on to the show. So, mm-hmm. Anna and I, both, part of the reason that we brought Mags in as an unexpected special guest. One, I wanted to. <laughs> Two, um, while this movie was quite entertaining to watch, Hannah and I were both talking about the fact that we didn't have a ton of notes this time, but we didn't want to mm-hmm. short you all content. And we also realized we didn't really do much catching up last week, despite it being our triumphant return. And thank you so much to yeah. everyone who's already listened to last week's episode. Keep on yeah. keeping on. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a good one. So for those of you who are followers of the Instagram, you know that we were doing posts called Beyond the Pod, um, where we would do a little kind of like non-Disney Channel original movie related wrap-up of different types of media that we had been consuming and enjoying over like the week 
between episodes. And I thought as just a nice little catch-up, we would do an in-person version of that today. So our, what am I trying to say? Our categories that we normally do are something we've watched, and we normally do a movie and a TV show, something we've been listening to, a podcast and music, uh, something that we have been reading, and I think that's it, right? Yeah, we just did four things. Yes, so those yeah. Four. Four ones. Yep. Yeah. So, Hannah, would you like to start us off? I sure can. Um, I have been, well, let's see. Let's start. I've been reading, I've been rereading Pride and Prejudice because, oh, that'll segue into my podcast, I've been listening to the Rom Pod Hot and Bothered, one of our favorites. I believe we've shouted them out before. They, this season, are doing uh, live from Pemberley uh, Pride and Prejudice. So I was like, well, I've got to reread it along with them. They're my favorites. Um, so that's what I'm reading slash listening to. Watching, I'll be honest, I don't watch a lot of things these days. My roommates and I... Um, watched season four of Stranger Things, and that was a lot of fun. I'm excited for the final two episodes to come out in a couple of weeks. Um, I won't spoil it for anyone. I just found out our mutual friend Hannah has never seen any of the show. I've only seen the first two episodes of the first season. You gotta watch. I'm I'm working on it. I didn't realize that all of season four wasn't out yet. Yeah, it's, they released like seven episodes, and then two more are coming out soon, which is exciting, because it didn't end fully on a cliffhanger like it would have been a good season end but I'm excited to learn more because the last um, episode was very good um and then movie I don't know I haven't really watched any movies recently um besides the 13th year well there (laughs) you go there you go um yeah doodle oh what about have you been listening to any good music recently? Oh, music. I forgot about music. Um, so that is five things, I guess. Um, book, I don't know. TV, movie. Yeah. Um, music. I don't think I've been listening to any new music. Um, I mean, let's see. I don't know. I'm listening to the same stuff I always am listening to. If you look through our Beyond the Pods every week, I just post a different Dua Lipa song or Maisie Peters song because I love girlies so you can just assume i'm listening to them perfect doodle yes would you like to participate in beyond the pod sure okay so let's start with what have you been reading recently so i've been reading the prequel series to all to the land of stories which is about these twins who accidentally fall into the world of fairy tales. I'm not going to spoil it. But it's basically when all of the grown-ups in, like, the fairy tale land are all, like, little kids. Oh, cool. Yes, yes, yes. It's very nice, very cute. And that's written by Chris Colfer of Glee fame. Only just for the Yes. We just found that out because we were watching a Saturday Night Live skit with him, oh. with him in it. So that's fun. All right. What have you been watching for TV? For TV, um, I've been re-watching Octonauts. Yes. Even though- Which was a favorite little kid show. Movie? 
Oh, I know. We just watched Nola Holmes for my last day of school. Yes, in Nola Holmes. It's very good. It's about um Sherlock Holmes's little sister, who's played by Millie Bobby Brown, who's in Stranger Things. Yes. Um, have you listened to any good podcasts recently? Besides this one, no. <gasps> this is the only one that matters. Aww. And what about music? Have you listened to, listen to recently? Um, Hamilton, but it's Muppets. <laughs> Cute. It's on YouTube. Angelica's a chicken. It's great. I'll definitely check it out. That sounds funny. Great. Thank you, Doodle. Yas Queen. All right. Uh, Yas Queen. She's Luigi. Um, what have I been? So I am reading. Um, what am I reading? Well, I'll tell you what I'm watching first. So, for television, I just recently watched the first two episodes of Stranger Things. So, I'll be continuing along with that. Um, but you know what I've been watching a lot recently is old BuzzFeed Unsolved episodes. As you should. Because I love... We're having a little bit of a ghost problem in our house. So, it's been... It's been comforting for me. Girls, what? <laughs> we'll talk about that later. Okay. That's 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 for another episode. Um, there has to be a decom about a ghost, right? Yeah, there's um, two Okay, perfect, perfect, perfect. And then movies. You all know I just went and saw Top Gun. Mm-hmm. I won't harp on about it too much. I was supposed to go see it again today. And then BFF Jill and I had to reschedule. But it's everything an action movie should be. Period. Um, listening to, I have been listening to the Trixie Mattel and Katya podcast, The Bald and the Beautiful. Not age appropriate for children. Hilarious. You have to wear headphones when you listen to it. You cannot listen to it in a public space. Do not listen to it in your car, just in case your window might be cracked open. Make sure that your phone is not attached to any Bluetooth speakers in your place of work or anything of that nature because... Are you speaking from experience? 100%. I'm reading um, World Travel, um, An Irreverent Guide by Anthony Bourdain, which is the last Anthony Bourdain book that came out. It actually came out after he passed away and was compiled by his longtime assistant, and who then became his co-author and his brother and a bunch of other really wonderful chefs. And it's been great. It's been making me want to travel a lot, which I'm not doing. But but someday, Mm -hmm. someday we will. Someday, Hannah and I will be recording an episode of the pod from someplace exotic and wonderful, like Ontario. Yeah. Who knows? Like, yeah. Honestly... We might test it. <laughs> it might it might be next week. Well we'll never know. I guess we'll well probably know. not. Probably not. Um probably not. Um, gas prices like they are now? Absolutely not. No. Um and then so I did watching, I did reading, I did half of my listening to, and then the other half just, of my listening. You just need to give us a song. Um or, I, or well, a musician. I've been listening to a lot of The Ghost of Paul Revere, which is a band local to me. They're great. I just went and saw them in concert for the fifth time on Saturday. And it was incredible. 
and they're breaking up this fall, which makes me very sad. So we're going to go see them as much as we possibly can. But, all right. There you go. Thank you, everyone, for, you know, letting us do our little Beyond the Pod catch-up. There you go. Did you just text me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's funny. Hello. All right, so I did the recap last week. Would you like to do the recap this week? Would you like to have Doodle do the recap this week? I can do the recap unless Maggie wants to. Well, we normally do have our friends of the pod do it. Yeah. But I also prep you ahead of time, so if you don't want to, you don't have to. I can do it. You can do it? Do I not like... You can do it? Or yes, you can... You just, just start to finish? Start to finish, and you Spoilers have Spoilers are allowed. Okay, yep. awesome. Alright, I'm gonna count you in, alright? Okay. You have one minute. Alright, awesome. Starting in three, two, one, go. So we start out, Blonde Mermaid Lady, she has a baby. She leaves the baby in a bucket to hide from a fisherman. When she goes back, the boat carrying the bucket carrying the baby is gone. Thirteen years later, her, the baby in the bucket is no, no longer in the bucket and grown up. His name is now Cody. <laughs> oh no. Um. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> Shut up. <laughs> knockoff squids from the sandlot who didn't really used to be his friend until they were partnered up for biology oh god um then fast forward she's going through fish puberty um you can see (laughs) (laughs) squids do your job this is so unprofessional five four three two fish lady one wow My own flesh and blood. <laughs> these kids these days. My no favorite workout. part of that was the the boat carrying the bucket carrying the baby is <laughs> gone. Thirteen years later, the baby is not in the bucket. <laughs> the baby is now named Cody, and the baby's going through fish puberty. <laughs> And really? When it gets down to it, that is... She's not wrong. That is the plot. That is the plot. You want to say anything about... Do you need to excuse yourself? No. Okay. Okay. Alright. We can see if, um... We can see if Disney Plus could do any better, but honestly, it might be about that. I... Well, I have a sneaky suspicion... The Disney Plus description might be a straight-up lie, because we saw it when we went to watch it, and Maggie was like, wait, that's not what you told me this movie was about. I wait, I think you're totally 100% right, because I'm reading it right now. Yep. What does it say, Hannah? Um, according to Disney Plus, in the 13th year, Cody begins to experience an unusual phenomenon as he approaches his 13th birthday. He gets scales and fins, begins to breathe underwater, and communicates with fish. Cody soon discovers that the secret behind the unusual changes lies within his lineage. There was no talking to fish in this movie. There was no breathing underwater in this movie until the very end. Fish could jump out of the tank. Yep. 
really, that's just forcing the fish to yeet itself out a window. Yeah. That's fisherside. No, that's yeah, it is. It's pesticide. <laughs> pesticide. Not pesticide. Pesticide. You might be right. I. You say it again. Pesticide. Thank you. <laughs> Jeez, period. Luigi. Period. And that's oh, the period. <laughs> All right. The little one-liner mm-hmm. that it says when you hover over it on Disney Plus, like on the big TV, just says, mm-hmm. "After his thirteenth birthday, Co- uh, Cody. Cody discovers that he can communicate with fish." And that's all it says. Homie was straight up growing gills. Mm. Yeah, and there was no talking to fish. He was a fish out of water. You're absolutely right. He was. There were a lot of right. um, uh, unanswered questions that we'll get to, but I was going to say, I'm looking at Rotten Tomatoes right now real quick. Yes, um, and for some reason, all of a sudden, Rotten Tomatoes is saying, you have an ad block. But I know that before the ad block popped up, okay, here it is. There is, in fact, no critic score. However, the audience score is 54%. All right. Which is more u- more what we're used to seeing. Um, we Last week, we got pretty lucky with a really high score. That was bananas bananas hannah Mm -hmm. what did you rank you know i was thinking about this and i was actually talking it about it with our um our mutual friend hannah um i think i might go let me see i might go two seven five um, okay. It was cute. I liked it about as much as the other movies I've ranked two or two, or maybe I would even go three. I might even go three. It was cute. I don't know if I'll watch it again. Okay. What about um, you guys? I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a three point five. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. Three point five, verging on a three point seven five. I Ooh, okay. really enjoyed it. This, I had seen this before. Hannah, had you seen this before? I had not. Really? No, I That's hadn't. Kind of no, I, yeah, I had definitely seen this before, but I had forgotten how funny some of the one-liners are. Like, I there really kind of laughed out loud. character in particular that's very funny. He's just, we're thinking of the same person. We've got to be. Because he was kind of the yes, only absolutely. funny one in the whole thing. It was so funny. Yeah. But this was Doodle's first time watching this movie. So, live and in person, here are some thoughts from an actual child. Hello. So, 13th year. Was this a good movie? No. Knock Off Squint and The Wronged Mermother were the only truly good people. So I'm going to give it like a... Uh, okay, this is surprising. Four out of five. It was actually pretty good, and I would watch it again. This is how I would read what she wrote. Oh, Jesus. She wrote... Help me. Big letters. 13th year. Was this a good movie? No. Knock Off Squint and Wronged Mother are the only good parts. Period. And then at the bottom, it says, 
Four out of five. I love it. <laughs> was it good? You said this no, is not a good movie. Four out of five. I love it. Love it. And you know what? Isn't that the theme of this podcast? <laughs> was this Honestly, movie good? It Maggie is the one who gave. Maggie's the one who gave Radio Rebel a five out of five. Well, the children are our future. That's all I have to say. All right, love that. I'm not like other girls. All right, Doodle, thank you so much for joining us. You're so welcome. Do you have any other last comments you'd like to make? Um, no, not really. Okay, thanks, bud. Perfect. Okay. Love you. Right, well, Maggie has Maggie has left the chat. Mm-hmm. Maggie's left the chat. She has to sleep. She has to get her beauty back, which probably means she's gonna play Animal Crossing until like two in the morning because she's on summer oh, vacation. I wish. Because youths get that. I wish. All right, so on to the real discussion of this real cinematic masterpiece here. Um, where do we um, start? That's what I'm trying to think about. Normally, this is the point where we would kind of talk about actors and directors and such, but honestly, I don't really care about any of them in this movie. Um, the dad was played by Uncle Joey from Full House. Oh. The mom was the scorned girlfriend in the George Michael Careless Whisper Mm -hmm. music video. So that's very fun and humorous. Um, what else? I couldn't really think of anything else that was super, super interesting. I did want to show you, because me and Maggie have both made reference to it a couple times now. And I know Hannah has not seen The Sandlot. Um, and for any of you who also have not seen The Sandlot, I can't stress to you how much you should. It is, by all accounts, a perfect film. Like, there are so many references to the Sandlot that are just part of, like, everyday vernacular in America. That, that's like, you're killing me, Smalls? That's a Sandlot reference. Yeah, I'm excited to hear, um, uh, when we get to certain points, when you, when you point out more specific ones. Because I'll be honest, like, I've never seen it. I know the vague story of the Sandlot. So I was like, what do you mean? Oh, yeah, that character. It's a direct copy. And so there's a part where this character, who's like the nerdy kind of sidekick new friend, Jess, is has to be like a copy and paste mm-hmm. character stereotype of this kid from The Sandlot. The Sandlot came out in 1993, and this came out in 1999. And like one of- Yeah, guys, this movie is older than me. <laughs> when did it come out? May. It's only a few years, a few months younger than me. So that makes sense. But, um, one of the most iconic squint scenes from Sandlot, and that's the character that this character, Jess, was most likely based off of, is he can't swim. And he jumps into the deep end of the pool and kind of, like, pretends to drown so that the hot lifeguard will come save him. Her name is Mm -hmm. Peppercorn. And she gives him mouth-to-mouth. And then as she gives him mouth-to-mouth, he starts kissing her. And there's a 
Oh my god! There's a part in the 13th year where Jet, yeah. who cannot swim, jumps into the water for far more heroic reasons, and then is given mouth-to-mouth by um, Cody, the main character's girlfriend, Sam. And then makes a snarky little And then he says, yeah, he goes, was I dreaming or was your girlfriend just kissing me a second ago? So. Which was really funny. That was the only, like, direct quote I wrote down because I was like, that is so funny. I'll be honest with you. I wrote down quite a few direct quotes and they're all him. So I think what- he was the funniest character. Everyone else was kind of nasty and snarky. They, the mom had like one funny quote at the beginning because the the woman who had become the adopted mom, um, the dad says essentially like, uh, "Remind me again why I moved here," and she goes. To start a new life away from a bourgeois capitalist society. Which is very funny to me because they start, like, a boat tour company. And I'm pretty sure they live, like, yeah, on Montauk or something. So. Yeah. The location of this is never said. Pretty bourgeois capitalist, if you ask me. Yeah. Yeah. They're a pretty fairly middle to upper middle class white family somewhere in a coastal town, so. Coastal grandma aesthetic. Coastal grandma aesthetic. Yeah, the Jess was the best part of this. So what was the one quote of his you had written down? The one quote of mine, well, I had the one about the was your girlfriend just kissing me. Mm-hmm. And then the only other one that I specifically wrote down, I didn't write the direct quote, but just the whole scenario, which was hilarious, which was... um kind of the quote, I'm mean, not the quote, the plot of the movie, because we didn't really get much of that from Maggie or from Disney+, Plus, is that Cody, you know, he's a merman, but he doesn't know it yet. Um, so he starts, you know, he turns 13, and he starts having some weird symptoms that we know, because we know it's a merman movie, but he doesn't know, like, he's a really fast swimmer, he's on the swim team, he's popular, um, he's cool, stuff like that. Um, and on the swim team, there's like a little bit of animosity between some of the teammates. Um, Cody's girlfriend's on the team. Her name is Sam. She's like kind of a cool girl. She's got like the bangs. Like, I don't know how you call them in English, but in Spanish, they're called the Tia Flaca. And it's just like the 80s bangs. Um, <laughs> the full house. The full house bangs. Yes. Um, I know what you mean. And... Uh, there's a point in which after, like Maggie did tell us, that Jess and Cody become lab partners in science and they kind of befriend each other, um, one of the other boys on the swim team, whose name I don't remember because I don't care, Sean, um, is like giving Cody a hard time, yeah, Sean, he's giving Cody a hard time about hanging out with him and why are you being so weird, and they start fighting in the hallway as 8th graders, which is whack. Um, not that I know 8th graders don't do that, but, like, it's weird. And then Jess tries to break them up. He's, like, a full foot shorter than everyone else. And he, like, he's, like, you need to stop beating each other up. Otherwise, who's gonna beat me up? Like, my schedule, what else am I gonna do? He's, like, am I just gonna beat myself up between classes? Oh, he's so funny. Yeah, he's, like, otherwise my social calendar's empty. It's so funny, and it's, like, very sad, kind of, like, the way they treat him, and, like, Cody, like, kind of 
half-assed, like, invites him to his birthday party and then, like, shows up and the kids are mean to him and he, like, bikes away. I, that scene made me so sad for Jess. So sad. Kids suck. Yeah, he literally comes, they, they make fun of him, he leaves, his, Cody's mom is like, are you a friend of Cody's? And he goes, not really, can you give him this present? And then he bikes away. Like, he went and yeah. thought. Clearly, Jess and his father do not have a lot of money. They live in their fishing shed. Yeah. He got him a birthday present. Yeah. It's and then very... he wasn't even, like, welcome to stay. No. Can we talk a little bit more about that birthday scene, though? Yeah, go ahead. Um, Because it was just so funny. Particularly the part right before Jess shows up where Cody goes inside and his girlfriend, perhaps maybe she's not his girlfriend at the moment, follows him in. Sam. First, the two iconic parts of this scene. One, she gives him a gift for his 13th birthday. So they're middle schoolers. It's a gift. The gift is a photo of her. Yes. I was like, and I wrote down, um, where did I write it? To give us someone a photo of you for their birthday is iconic. Like, that's just huh. so funny. And then she's like, well, I have another gift for you, but you can't unwrap it. And then she just closes her eyes and puckers her lips. Does not move an inch. She stays stationary and says, you can come. Does not move. You can come to me. Yeah, she doesn't even move. And then he looks at her, and at first you think, he's like, no, ew. And then he's like, eh, may as well. And then, I forgot about this until just this moment, he goes and they kiss her, and they, like, electrocute each other. Yeah. And then he is like, we could try. She, he goes, we could try again. And she goes, maybe on your next birthday. And she sashays away. Yeah. yeah. Love it. But, like, I guess that's. That was another thing that I don't really understand is like the mermaids don't electrocute people. No, but they kind of explain that kind of because they're like electrical eels. Like eels give off the same electric currents you do, which is dumb. Yeah, but he's not an eel. Also, when he held her hand, her hair like fizzed up, like you know, like if you rub your socks against the carpet. Yeah. Um, and he just laughed in her face. And she was like, what's going on? And he's like, nothing. And he kept laughing at her. And she was self-conscious. As, I mean, I would be too. Well, sure. Being a 13-year-old girl is challenging on the best of days. The worst. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. No, that birthday scene was very interesting. And that's also when we start to see, like, his first, like, physical symptoms. So... Of his merman-ness. But, so the other Jess quote I wanted to say is, so the whole reason that they, like, kind of end up forced to spend time together is because they are partnered up for this project for class. And Cody goes down to the shore where Jess and his dad live. They all live on the shore, but, like, down to the physical beach. And he finds Jess, and Jess is, like, standing on some of the rocks, like, kneeling down on some of the rocks, and he has a snorkel, and he's got his face in the tide pools, and he is, like, you know, looking in the tide pools, like, partially underwater, but he can't swim, so he can't get in the actual water. And Cody's, like, kind of giving him a hard time about it, whatever, and I wrote down the entire thing. Because this entire, like, kind of spiel he gives made me laugh so hard. He said, yeah, that's how social outcasts spend their time. They find a nice spot and stick your head in the ground. Ask any nerd. It makes time fly and it's great for the skin. 
And it's just the first of all, the delivery of that. He was the best actor in the whole freaking thing. Kid, he was. Kid couldn't have been more than what, actually thirteen in real life. And yeah, he looked younger than everyone else. Well, he was smaller. I, my guess was more like twelve or eleven. Well, and that's what I say. I wouldn't have been surprised if they cast a younger kid to kind of like fit that scrawny nerd kind of stereotype. But half of these kids did not look actually 13. Like, the mean kids on the no. home team did not look, yeah. Um, but there was a brief, brief appearance of an actress in this movie who I would consider to be world famous. And I'm wondering if you noticed who it was right at the beginning standing in line waiting for a boat tour absolutely not i did not notice was it the woman who had lines like complaining about to cody it was a little girl like around the age of the kids in the movie oh then i did not notice it was Kristen stewart (gasps) oh no way i did not notice that hold on i'm gonna do a little google search now yes Kristen Stewart of Twilight Acclaim and also Spencer, which I have not seen yet, but I've heard is excellent. Which is the new movie, newish movie about Princess Diana. While Hannah's Googling oh, this, yeah. I'm just going to say, oh I my think God. we need to I'm stop seeing making the clips on um, You're, okay. I still wouldn't have guessed this, but she was not in the scene that you're saying. She was in the scene at school when there's, like, 12 kids waiting in line for the water fountain. Because oh, Cody yeah. is slurping that right. water like no one's business. I knew it was but in yeah, you're line. You're so right. She has this cute and you're little... you're absolutely right. She has a cute little, like, bob hairstyle. She has bangs. Yes. Uh-huh. That's so cute. Yes. So that was just like a fun little little tidbit there. Mm-hmm. Made me laugh. I want to um, She does not of, look I want to kind of hop back to a little bit further the beginning of the movie because we kind of jumped like, I don't know, 30 minutes in. Um uh well, I'll skip that note. So, in the beginning, like I said, Cody's on the swim team, and he he's trying to make it to, like, their conference championship meet or something, but his parents' boat is, like, broken down, so he has to, like, try and run to catch the ferry to make it to the middle school in time for his race, um, and he literally, the fairy leaves like right before he can get on it and they're like just wait for the next one and he knows he's gonna miss his race so he dives into the water to the ocean or the you know canal or whatever it is the sound and he swims faster than a boat it's like holy crap like everyone's peering off the boat and they're like oh my god this kid's amazing he's a fish out of water and then he gets to the meet and he loses to another eighth grade boy and they kind of right give him crap for it they're like oh like you're always in second place you'll never beat what was his face sean um he's like awkward like he almost forgets to take his socks and shoes off for the meet and i'm like oh okay like they're gonna like like these are the cool kids and cody's not one of them and then 
all of a sudden you find out no like the next scene is like cody's the big man on campus so that was a confusing start for me yeah. as someone who had never seen this movie before um in that sean is like actually kind of one yes. of his friends and i had totally forgotten that and they say it very plainly one of the other girls in school tells sam who is his girlfriend He's the most popular guy in school, which makes you the most popular girl. Which my whole family was watching this. We yeah, all which was audibly crazy. Great. Like he and literally, said, like they made that first like, oh, swim meet scene. They make it sound like, oh, he's gonna be like the weird kid. No one really likes him. He has this weird girlfriend. Third recording. And okay. we're back. We're gonna I'm gonna do something fun with editing. Yeah. Perhaps there'll be some musical interludes. Perfect. Perhaps some splashing noises. Splishy Ooh, that'd splash. be cute. Alright, we're back. Okay, yeah. we had a quick break from our sponsors. We did not. Maybe. Someone sponsor us. Please. We will pretend like, we can pretend to like whatever you want to send us. True. We can. I I mean we're good actresses. Um, we can keep going. We were just talking about, um, really briefly about, we were talking about how Cody is, like, kind of the most popular man on campus, even though the movie starts itself setting up it, um, another way. But then, so after kind of that opening swim meet moment, birthday party, shindig, weird things start happening to Cody. Um, you know, he starts being like, you know, the water just feels right. He's a little bit creepy with the water if you're picking up what i'm laying down he loves the water but then also he starts um getting some scales getting some fins he also can climb on the ceiling like spider-man they do not explain why he's sticky i was gonna say maybe i'm just dumb and i didn't notice because i didn't notice when they explained the electricity but I don't know how that relates to mermaids. No. Fish are not sticky. For no. anyone who has touched a fish recently, not sticky. Um, I Maybe did. Prickly. And then, you know, he actually, he doesn't really keep it a secret very long. He tries to tell his parents right away. And they're like, we don't see a rash on your arms. Because... Um, I didn't notice right away, but basically what happens is, like, when he gets wet, he gets these little scales, but, like, as soon as his hands dry, they go away. So it's, like, he can't, like, wet his hands and, like, be like, Mom and Dad, look, because they're kind of gone. Right. So they don't really believe him, um, but then eventually his parents do. He's, like, on the ceiling, and he can't get down. He's sticky. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Mom and Dad, help! And they see him, and they're like, oh, my God, and they call the doctor, and the doctor diagnoses him with puberty. I would just like to say, this brings up an excellent point, which is, this movie could not exist in the year 2022. They could not make this now because the mom blatantly makes fun of doctors Mm -hmm. and, like, vocalizes a massive distrust of medical professionals Mm -hmm. and is basically like, I don't She's like an essential oils mom. He's an essential oils mom, and like tries to give him acup like at home acupuncture to fix. Yeah, she this. gives him at home acupuncture. She sticks him with needles. 
That's too much. That's enough. I've heard enough. Literally, she she says something like she must have this saying that she says it so much because the dad and Cody could quote it. I don't fully remember, but it was essentially like, what are doctors? You know what I think of doctors? They're quacks with medical degrees or something like that. Quacks yeah. with stethoscopes. Um, which My just now that I think about it, in Webkin's, the doctor's name was Dr. Quack. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Um, and the other reason that this could not have been made in 2022 is that, um, I don't know if you picked up on this, but there are so many non-Disney-affiliated pop culture references made in this movie. Disney would never do that now. Disney would never do that now. Um, So, like, the very first one I picked up on is a Titanic reference, like we said. Because Cody is talking to Sean about, Mm. like, being the most popular kid in school. He's like, I feel like I'm the king of the world. And Sean goes, you know he died at the end of that movie, right? Yeah. So, that was in, like, the first 20 minutes of the movie. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. I kind of, like, bumped on that. And then, throughout the rest of it, they make a bunch of, like, what I think we would de- we would deem, like, quote-unquote nerd culture references now. So he made, like, there was, like, a Star Trek reference and a Dungeons & Dragons reference where they, like, say those two franchise names explicitly. Oh, it's I did catch like the Dungeons & Dragons one. It's not like they make, like, a sly little, like, hint-hint reference that only, like, yeah. diehard fans would know. Ooh, they we, say, Yeah, like, we play games with dice. No, like, they said Dungeons & Dragons. Yeah. And then he makes a Star Wars reference, too. Where he's, like, says something about Star Wars and, like, is pretending to play with a lightsaber. And I don't know at one point Disney acquired the Star Wars rights. Like, I don't know at what point Disney acquired Lucasfilm. But, or I guess it was just Star Wars, because I don't think they own other Lucasfilm stuff. But anyway, um, but I was like... Who knows? Disney owns everything. Yeah, it's very interesting. Um, yeah. But I was just thinking about Um, that in the context of the films that I have a note that I wrote in all caps, but I don't know the context I don't remember what it meant. And I okay. want, I'm going to read it, and I'm going to see if you can remember what it is. So in all caps, I wrote five words. Why did he eat it? Fish food. Oh, he ate his, he has pet fish. And he starts feeding them fish food. You know, if anyone's ever had fish, it's like a little flaky, fishy yeah. shit. Sorry. Bleep that. <laughs> um... um. I mark all of our, this is interesting, this is behind the scenes, I mark all of our podcast episodes as explicit, even yeah, if I noticed. 99% sure they aren't explicit, just in case. I I would, not hate, I would hate to have one not marked explicit and have us accidentally drop a word in there and then mm. have it get taken down. That would be so yeah, sad for us. Have a child 
Especially since we're a Disney-themed pod. Um, yeah, anyway. he It's the flaky fish food. Anyone who's ever had a goldfish has seen it. And he feeds it, he sprinkles it in, and he looks at it, and he puts it in his mouth. Yep. And you know what's so and funny I'm... about that? He put it in his hand and gave some to the fish, and Maggie went, oh, phew, I thought he was going to eat it. And then he, like, started to move his hand, and my dad was like, he's going to. He was going, because at this point, my dad was invested. He was pretending to not be, but he was a little over. Um, and really, I think it's really beautiful that the mind of a 13-year-old boy has not changed in the last three years. You know. Because, like, let's be honest here, like... Um. As a 13-year-old, you find out you're a mermaid and you have pet fish. And you're like, I am somehow related to these fish because I am part fish. And you're like, well, if they can Mm -hmm. eat that, I wonder if I can also eat that. Mm. And if you're alone in your room, I'm not saying I think it's a good idea. I'm saying I understand where his mind was at. Here's the thing. Well, I have two points. I, as a child... I have, okay, I've had pet fish, but mostly the main pets in my life have been dogs. Mm-hmm. I, as a child, did accidentally one time eat a dog treat, but oh, it, was an, it was an accident. I wasn't like, that looks delicious, I wonder if it's for me. It was like I was holding a treat in my hand, forgot to give it to the dog, and then absentmindedly like, went and took a bite of a dog treat. Um, was it I, one that looked like a human cookie, too? No, it was like a dog treat, like the crumbly kind. I just forgot I had it in my hand and was like oral fixation moment. Oh, okay. That it, oh, um, but then well, immediately that was gross, spat it out. Um, when I, I have actually school, eaten a dog treat before because it was a cookie that looked like a dog. And I said, no one would feed a dog a cookie that looks like a dog. But, it's I mean, really and truly, it was, it was, you know, flour, egg, peanut butter, stuff you would put in a yeah. person cookie. It just yeah. wasn't very sweet. Exactly. Um, but when I had pet fish, which I did for a few years as a child, that food smelled so bad. It was so bad. It I don't like fish's pet. Um, I don't I... like fish's pet. Me neither. I'll never have them again. Um, They're smelly. They're smelly. They're smelly. I also think it's pretty hard to keep them ethically, but that's a totally different um, video, podcast, whatever. But, like, I just can't imagine, like, like, a dog cookie? Some of those look pretty yummy. Like, today, I was at my favorite bakery, Sprinkles Cupcakes, and they have dog cookies that look like the cupcakes. And I was like, those look pretty yummy. I could never think about looking at fish food and being like, might give it a little try. A little lick. Yeah. That's because you're not a 13-year-old. I'm glad you can decipher my note. Yeah. Well, and it was because it was such a bonding point for my family while watching (laughs) that I was like, I know what she's talking about. That's yeah. All right, Hannah, do you have anything else you wanted to say? I honestly really don't. Um... I I have a couple other notes. They're really not that important. I guess my only thing is the the mermaid mother, so not Cody's adopted mother. She is underwhelming to me. 
she d- gets no mm-hmm. speaking lines, and I don't know if that's just because you pay extras less when they don't talk. Um, but she also, there were some weird acting choices, even though she doesn't talk. Like when she leaves him, as Maggie described to us in the bucket on the boat at the beginning to yeah. try and evade a fisherman. When she goes back to get him and he's gone, and she sees where he's gone, she sees where he is, she doesn't panic like a mother yeah. who's locked their infant would panic, I assume. She just looks resigned across the bay. I know, especially, I mean, I guess to some extent, like, she knows, like, he's going to be able to pass as a human Yeah. for a certain amount of time, but she knows that there's, like, a limit to that. Mm-hmm. And so she knows he's gonna have to come back eventually. Yeah. But I guess, like, I in theory, she has no way of knowing that, but... That leads me to a couple more questions that the movie didn't really wrap up for us about, like, so does every mermaid look like a person until they're 13 years old? In which case, are there lots of other mermaids in this town, right. in the world? Also... Um, you know, at the very end, like, she br- takes him to the ocean to, like, help him with his transition, but, you know, she promises to have him back before school starts in the fall. So does that mean that all mermaids, or maybe at least mermen, like, they're mermen when they're in the water, but when they're out of the water, they're people? Could she be a people? I don't know. That's I was just wondering question. if you had any, also, I was just wondering if you had any takes. They've never spoken a word to each other. No. Because the mom doesn't speak at all. So do they, no. like, communicate telepathically? Do they both There's bubbles? a lot to consider there. I found the ending of this very underwhelming. Very I did as well. It raised more questions than it answered. How did his adopted mom, like, communicate with his birth mom, who is the mermaid... They had, like, a moment where they just locked eyes, and she was, like, yeah. she said she'd have him back before school. Is it just, like, mother's, like, intuition? Something like that? I was going to say, was it, like, eye contact and motherly love, or what? Can ma- can mermaid mothers just project their thoughts into other people's heads? Is that where intrusive thoughts come from? Maybe. It's our, all of our mermaid mothers. Maybe it's just mermaids in general. Like, you and I both live in states on the coast. True. And Lord knows, we love an intrusive thought. I get them every moment of my life. That's really just my train. That's why when people talk about not having an internal monologue, it's shocking to me. And also, I'm like, I have seven. Yeah. And really, I think only Because I I have some. You can you can cut this out. I have a couple different ways of intrusive thoughts. Like I have, you know, most of your thoughts are kind of like this. Like they come in and then they go. Sometimes they come in and they stay and they go. And sometimes you have thoughts that come down like this. Kind of like a lightning bolt from Zeus. Yes. And those are the ones that are the worst. Like you get an intrusive thought and it's like, you need to pick up your dog right now. And I'm like, but my dog will bite me. And it's like, but you must pick him up. Right. Right, and those are always the ones, uh, it's either, like, a call to action, like, pick up your dog right now, yeah. or, like, bite that thing, and you're like, I don't really think it's a good idea to bite that thing, but you do it anyway. Yeah. Or, it's one that is not, like, an action thing, 
but it's like, oh, I wonder what would happen if this happened right now. And yeah. that lingers, and it's something yeah. that you just feel anxious what about. What if your mom like, died? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Anyway. I think it's time to wrap up. Maybe we're just I neurodivergent. <laughs> maybe we're just... I mean, at least I am unmedicated. Certainly. <laughs> anyway. Um, That's right. Overall... This movie, you know, I gave it, you know, I didn't give it the best score I've ever given it, but my last note was I liked this more than I thought I would. Um, I think the yes. reason I hadn't watched it before was I was kind of like, oh, it's like an old decom, like, I don't know. I like, you know, it's a mermaid movie, you know, there's so many mermaid things, how good can it be? But I enjoyed it more than I thought I would. Yes. You know, if someone put it on, I wouldn't be upset. No. I might be a little confused, but I wouldn't be upset. Yeah, I probably wouldn't pick it out myself again, but I would happily, if someone turned it on, watch it again. Yes. And I'll happily recommend it to y'all. I know we have a couple of listeners that, um, and I won't name them because I don't want to dox people, but we have a couple of listeners that don't like to listen to the episodes that they haven't seen the movies for because they're like, well, I don't want to, like, spoil it. Like, I'd like to watch the movie before I listen to the episode. Um... And I guess so then you're not listening to this episode, so maybe this advice isn't for you. But I was going to say, this is a good one to watch. So, you know, a couple of the movies we watched have been really bad. I'm looking at you, Halloween Town 2. Um, oh, my God. Wait, sorry. Last thing. Hit me with it. I forgot to say at the beginning. I looked it up and then didn't say. I was looking up the director of this movie. He actually did, like, seven decoms, including one That's that we've already watched. Yeah. He did Halloween Town. No. Yeah. Shocking. I know. That is shocking to me. Hmm. He's done like seven. Right. I've only ever seen now three of them, including this, but... I'm sorry, what was his name um, again? His name is Duane Dunham. Oh, yes. He also did Twin Peaks, which I haven't seen, but is I know is very yes. popular. Yes, I have seen Twin Peaks, and I you know I've seen every single episode of Twin Peaks except for the finale, because it got me so good. I was like, I think I'm actually better off mentally not knowing how this ends, because it's real weird and real creepy. And I can only deal with, like, a certain amount of weird and creepy. Yeah, like, the 13th year. Right. Right. One of the weirder dis- decoms we've watched. I think so. But, at least it had some redeeming qualities. Yeah, Unlike- not one of the worst. Unlike Halloween Town uh, 2. That was... I don't even want to think about it. Oh. But you know what? We will. We will continue to talk about it. Maybe forever. Till the end of time. Um. Until we find one that's worse. 
True. So as we wrap up, I'd like to say, I guess we didn't really talk about it at the beginning of this episode. We talked about it a bit last episode, but we actually chose this movie by letting our Instagram followers vote on what movie we would watch this week. And I actually think that that was a pretty fun way to do it. Um, a decent amount of people voted, and I would be open to doing that again. Yeah, I really like that. Um, it took a little bit of the, I don't want to say the pressure off of us, but... That way we know we're doing a movie that, like, at least some people are interested in. Yeah, we're doing movies that y'all want to watch. I was kind of shocked that this one won. But you know what? My mom I voted for this well. one, too. So. Alright. You ready to sign off? I am so ready. Take it away. This has been the Slumber Party Pod, a deep dive into DCOMs. This episode was edited by Lizzie and collectively conceived of as a post-grad crisis by Lizzie and Hannah. This podcast has been distributed by Anchor, and we hope you'll join us again next week.